This is the Horse Radio Network. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1397, brought to you today by Wintech Saddles. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Horses in the Morning show, where Glenn and Dr. Wendy Ying chat about proud flesh and a high-tech method to remove it when it gets out of control. And we'll get right to our tip after we hear from our sponsor, Wintech Saddles. Wintech has been combining world-leading innovations and high-tech materials into lightweight, weatherproof, easy-care saddles for over 20 years. So it's easy to see why Wintech is the world's number one synthetic saddle brand. The comprehensive Wintech range offers not only cutting-edge designs, but new standards in fit, comfort, and performance. Benefits for both you and your horse. For example, wide fit is no worry now. With the Wintech 2000 All-Purpose and Wintech Pro models now available in wide fit. And what about our much-loved off-the-track thoroughbreds and their famously tough-to-fit high withers? Wintech has them covered, too, with the Wintech 2000 High Wither model. I might mention right here that I've ridden in the Wintech 2000 All-Purpose Saddle for years. The seat is just deep enough for a comfortable, secure fit, and the grippy seat means full-seat breeches are an option, not a necessity. Plus, it's well-balanced, so legs and seats stay where they should. Check out the entire Wintech line of saddles at wintech-saddles.com or visit your local retailer and sit in one today. Uh, But today is is, uh, something that we're going to talk about that isn't technically Chinese medicine, but it's a piece of equipment that I use all the time in my practice. And it's a laser. And Glenn, you being a geek, do you know what laser stands for? Uh, no. <laughs> I was trying to make something up, but I haven't even got anything. I got nothing. Well, L, you can guess that L stands for light, right? So yeah. a laser is a is a concentrated beam of of light, of photons. So it's light amplification by stimulated emission radiation. Well, <laughs> okay. So, well, yes. I didn't know it had it. I didn't know it meant anything. Yeah, and it's actually just because um, it, it lasers actually came came about in the 1960s, so they actually haven't been around for very long. But that word has just um, from sci-fi movies and and books and things has just gotten into our our colloquialism. And Thank you um, to Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, due to Star Trek, laser beam. So so. Uh, but basically, that's a whole mouthful of stuff. And what does that mean? It just means it's a concentrated beam of light. And many lasers are certain wavelengths. And um, This is the part where I start to get lost, to be honest no, with you. No, you like this. You're a science guy. No, I meant the wavelengths. That's the part where it confuses me. Oh, the wavelength is easy to understand. So wavelength, you just imagine like a wiggly line, right? Yeah. And the number, like the the wavelength, it, it's the like the the length of it, right? That it, it's uh, easy to understand. Look, I'm not explaining it very well, <laughs> but like say for example, our visible spectrum of light is between like 400 and 600 nanometers, right? Okay. So nanometers is the length of the wave from the dip to the dip, right? Okay. The trough. The trough. So, so 
that is the wavelength and and like gamma rays in space you know the the gamma rays which change the the david banner into the incredible hulk those are really long <laughs> waves from trough to trough that's why they can travel farther and they they can penetrate farther so the longer your wavelength the deeper they can penetrate okay the shorter the wavelength the the, the least they can penetrate and like uv light is short Infrared light is long. So like uh, the light from a light bulb is short. It right. doesn't if, penetrate anything. It's just Well, and also the light from a light bulb is visible. Okay. Right, it's in the visible spectrum. So the lasers that we use in therapy are, are near infrared, meaning they're just outside of our visible spectrum. And lasers also, um, the reason that they can be cutting lasers versus therapeutic lasers they're, they're on a different wavelength. So the cutting lasers tend to excite the molecules of water in the tissue, and that's what causes the cutting. Okay. Right? So those are surgical lasers. So the laser that I use is a, um, it has a different wavelength that just penetrates the tissue, and it actually stimulates the, uh, what they're called chromophores. That means it's they're, they're, they're pigmented structures in the cells. So technically, then a treatment laser is going to have a is going to have a longer wavelength than a cutting laser. Well, the cutting laser actually has a longer wavelength. Oh, okay. Yep, I had it Sorry. backwards. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's why also you have to be careful because the the therapeutic benefits they affect the inside of the cell, right? But you have to be careful where you apply it. Like you don't want to treat the eye. Obviously, that's why we wear these dark glasses because it will penetrate. There, there's all these pigmented structures in the eye, right? You don't want to damage the back of your retina, which has some pigmentation. So, and, and then the cutting lasers, you have to make sure you have uh, the right wavelength on your cutting laser because you don't want to uh, um, you don't want to damage the the other tissues. You just want to be right at that certain wavelength so that you can cut through the tissue. And and the depth of it too is that determined by the wavelength? Otherwise, you're just cutting the thing in half. Right. Yeah, you have to be very careful about the depth, and that's how you uh, you can affect it's the wattage, the power of your laser. Okay. That's why there's all different types of lasers too. There's the class, and and they're the, they're based on class, um, and it's kind of scary sometimes when you think about it, but. The class um, ratings are on how much you can damage somebody with your laser. So, like class right. one, it's safe, <laughs> right? That's like a it, the laser that's in your CD player. If we had CD players anymore, you know. But um, uh, and then the class two is a little bit stronger. Class three that's split into two different classes. They're relatively safe. They don't penetrate that much. They can't generate that much uh, power. They only go up to like 500 milliwatts of power or something. Um, and then the class four laser, which is what we use in medical therapy, it generates more power. It can go deeper into the tissue. Um, and so your treatment times are much shorter. So like technically I could use a class three laser. And that's what sometimes you see sold as like a handheld therapeutic laser. Right. But the thing is to treat horses, especially like to get to the depth that you need and the uh, and the amount of tissue you have to treat. You'd have to be there for like twenty minutes on a point, and and who has time for that? 
it, we're, today we're talking about Proud Flesh, and let's just remind everybody what Proud Flesh is, and then we'll talk about how, how, how you treat it with the laser. Okay, yeah, so Proud Flesh is um, granulation tissue in horses, right? So horses and it occurs are, when? When they get uh, a big wound. And, you know, you sometimes see horses that have, like, this big chunk out of their body and think, oh, my God, that, how is that going to happen? In horses, uh, they do produce a lot of granulation tissue to fill in these deep wounds. Um, and so that's a normal healing process of horses. However, proud flesh is when it overgrows and then the skin can't grow on top of it. So it has a very um, increased blood supply. It's a lot of like uh, undifferentiated cells, right? It's just a lot of fibroblasts. So it looks I, hard and bumpy. Yeah, it's hard and bumpy. It just yeah. looks gross. Um, but there's not a lot of organization there. So it's it's basically like a, a scaffold for the other the the skin and the collagen and everything to grow back in. So with the laser, what we do is the laser. Um, increases, like I said, it, it stimulates the, the mitochondria of the cells. So it increases the energy in this, that's the little engine inside the cell. So it increases the metabolism of the cell so that the wound healing can happen faster. Usually they say it, it's about 30% faster in most wounds when you treat it with the laser, with enough photons. So that's another thing you have to do. You have to make sure you're getting enough light therapy there to institute a change. So what it does is it breaks down those, the hard crunchy cells uh, and then uh, and allows it to heal again, better in a more uniform manner. manner? Yeah, technically it's not breaking down those, those bad cells. Okay. Okay. It's, it's stimulating the body's immune system, right? Your white blood cells to chomp up, those bad cells okay and then the good cells can come in the epithelium which is the skin can come in faster so if you have like a big huge hunk of proud flesh um that's actually like a big cauliflower mass that's way above your skin um because a lot of times you get proud flesh can get can overgrow from flies or a lot of motion. So if you have one on, on a joint or something, sometimes that gets too severe. Then that would do well with debridement. So surgically cutting off a lot of that extra granulation tissue. And like I said before, it doesn't have any nerves in it. It's, um, it's just a lot of uh, like, you know, fibroblasts and, and blood cells and blood, uh, vascularization. So you can cut that off, then laser it, and then you'll have a nice uh, wound contracture. So when you do this with the laser, it does. you said it doesn't have nerve cells. Does it hurt the horse at all? Is there any pain involved? There's not any pain involved, but one of the things you have to be careful with the laser is it does generate heat in the body. So you have to keep it moving all the time. You know, so I kind of wave the, the laser over the area and I make sure that the cell's not getting, the, the skin's not getting too hot. And is this one of the best treatments for, for uh, proud flesh? It is one of the best treatments. In the past, we had used um, like caustic agents like copper sulfate or um, granulex spray. Have you ever used the granulex? Mm -hmm. Years ago. 
Yeah, and it, 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 the thing is about the caustic agents, they do work and they do debride the tissue. But don't but get them it, on anything around it. Yeah, it, <laughs> so, it damages the, the new baby cell right. coming in there. So the thing that's good about the laser is that it can, uh, it can, it helps the immune system get rid of the proud flesh, but it also supports the new epithelium coming in. Huh. And then another thing I would do with a laser, too, is I would also use it. I use it all the time for acupuncture. Really? Yeah. So I would um, also support the immune system or whatever the underlying cause is with uh, acupuncture points. Like, say, um, this proud flesh is on a certain meridian. I might treat the beginning and end of both of those meridians to help, to help the, um, that body stay in balance. And the reason that I like acupuncture laser treatments is, is, is less painful. Like some horses don't like needles. And, you know, if you've been treating this proud flesh for like, you know, two months before you call your vet, you know this horse is like, he doesn't want to be touched yeah, there. Yeah, sick of you by this point. Anyway. <laughs> sick of <Yeah>. everything. <laughs> Give him carrots, wave the laser around. And so they don't even feel like it's a treatment. It's a very non-painful treatment. And with the laser, you can also go very deep. So if I have to do any points in the in the hind end of the horse, um, you know, sometimes I use a six-inch needle to get in there around the hip area. But with the laser, I can actually get in deep there without having to put the giant needle in. Six-inch needle? Yep. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. I would, I would go screaming the other way if I was the horse. I know, and sometimes with my squeamish patients, yes, the laser is better than the six-inch needle. <laughs> do you have more trouble with the owners wanting to pass out than the horses? Sometimes, sometimes I do get to that. <laughs> um, especially like I talked about before, the hemoacupuncture that we do with uh, um, non-sweating the most. Uh, so that is usually um, very dramatic, and if I have any owners that don't really like blood, I tell them maybe to go... Go get a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go get a coffee. But, uh, but laser has really been an important therapy in my practice. And, uh, you know, I think it really, even though it's a very modern treatment, I think that it goes very well with the, my philosophy of, of whole body healing. Great. Well, that's uh, laser treatment for proud flesh. Thank you, Dr. Ying, for joining us again and for finally getting back to work. And that about wraps it up for today. Join us again soon for another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>